Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Outtakes. I'm Lori Baker. Today's guest is Lily Melger. She just won the Indie Series Award for Best Lead Actress for the Internet web series The Bay in her role as Janice Ramos, and she is also nominated for a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Actress in a Digital Daytime Drama Series. She's here to talk about The Bay, her other projects such as Soapbox and Ladies in the Lake, and more. So stay tuned. First of all, uh, congratulations for the Indie Soap Award win for Best Lead Actress in the Bay. Uh, you know, besides the obvious of getting an award, how did you enjoy the, the ceremony? I love the Indie Series Awards. Um, I really do. This is my third year attending. It was my second time nominated. And I just love what they do. I love that they've created an award to acknowledge all of the hard work that goes into, you know, the indie series online content. And uh, it's always so much fun. Always. uh, The three times I have attended, I have had a blast. They do um, a really great job at putting the show together. um, The first year I went, it was Carolyn Hennessy that hosted, and she was Fantastic. Eric Martzall was amazing last year, and then him and Jen. This year, I mean, they know what they're doing. They really put together a great show. And aside from, yes, the obvious of the complete beautiful surprise of winning, my greatest win was really the support and the love that I received from my peers from the Bay team. I, I, that's what I am most taking with me. Well, I love seeing how things have progressed. You know, before the Indie Soap Awards were in L.A., they used to be the Indie Soap Awards in New York City. I used to go to them. <laughs> I do interviews on the red carpet because I live in New York City, so that was fun. But to see how the Bay has progressed and gone from, you know, uh, like eight-minute shows to 25, 30-minute shows and how so many yeah. guest stars have been added on from season to season and just how the awards – how the whole genre of indie series is just growing in the maybe the last five years or so has just been such a cool experience to watch. Uh, so did you guys go out and have a party after you won? Or Well, the Indie Series Awards always provides that. They always provide an after party across the street at the Federal. And, you know, that <laughs> that's when we could let loose. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate! They really do put on a great show, and uh, 
I can't tell you enough how much fun I've had every single time. I love, love, love what they're doing. Yeah. So, you know, next up is the Daytime Emmy Awards, and you're nominated for Outstanding Actress in a Digital Daytime Drama Series. When you put together, do you have to put together a reel for that like you would for if you were on General Hospital, say? Is it the same sort of uh, process? You know, it's really funny because um, when I was on General Hospital, I didn't even know that you would submit yourself and you would put a reel together and submit it. I had no idea. I never submitted myself. Not that I was worthy of it. I always assumed that the producers choose who they want to submit and they would put the reels together. Um, it is not so recently that I realized that the actors do that. However, in our world, that's how it works. Um, Gregory actually picks who he wants to submit, and he um, chooses the material that is submitted. Okay. So I really did not um, submit myself or, you know, I had nothing to do with it. Right. This last season for your character was so intense with the rape story. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was wondering, how did you approach it? I mean, did you uh, have to research, or how did you get, to, as an actress, to go into that dark mm-hmm. spot? Oh, my gosh. Um, great question. Um, it is such an important storyline, and I take so much responsibility in it. Um, I, I take the responsibility that comes with that very, very seriously. So, yes. Of course, I researched. I had some beautiful, brave women that shared with me their experience, detail by detail. And um, that, for that, I am just forever indebted and grateful. And that's why I always joke that, yes, I'm having a really great moment right now, but it took a village to get there. It took the material, you know, to be written. It took that material that was written to fall into my hands and, and then the people that were gracious enough to share their stories with me. And of course, you know, a lot of my work was done solo this time around, but my scene with Jay Harlow, she really showed up and her brilliant performance cut through my heart. And, and I got to thank her for showing up and giving me all that she gave me. So, but to answer your question, yes, um, I did do research and I was really, really lucky enough to have these brave women share the details of their experience with me. So coupled with um, my own personal experience of maybe not that, however, we have all endured pain. So we all have that part somewhere within ourselves. So I had to tap into my pain pockets, if you want to call it that, and um, and really be courageous in exposing that. So that's probably what I am most proud of is that I really, truly bared my emotional soul. And um, I didn't have a choice. I had to not for myself, but I had to for the integrity of the storyline and to do every woman who's ever been through something like this right. I wanted to do right by them. You definitely did. We definitely saw, you know, the, your your soul on the screen. And, you know, as you were mentioning the Jade Harlow scene, every scene you had in the series, in, in this last season that wasn't, you know, Janice herself just dealing with a situation, 
they were all powerful scenes. You had Jade Harlow as Leanna not believe, choosing not to believe the story. And then yes. uh, I also I had that, Eric that was devastating. That was the the next one, which was Kosorva, a suicidal fantasy, it seemed like, you know. Yes. Uh, yes. And again, you know, I have to thank him. He, I mean, he really showed up. I, I was so connected. I am so grateful uh, for his generosity. Um, it, 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 so much of it is who you're working with and what they are giving you as well. So, um, yeah, that was a tough one. That was a very, very dark place to go to. Yeah, and then, of course, the final scene was with uh, um, Peter Garrett, uh, you know, which mm-hmm. is the uh, the complication of the love story of the breakup, you know, with him getting married to another woman, Janice oh dealing with the rape, and then he finds out about what's happening. So it's it's sort of a big cliffhanger leading into the next season as to what's going to happen. Um, I know Jeter has been a very popular couple. You know, we've seen music videos from fans and collages and things like that. What do you think it is about the couple of of Pete and Janice uh, that's so appealing for the fans? Oh, that's, you know, that is the question, right? It's Mm -hmm. uh, these these things are always so intangible. But um, I know... You know, in in addition to giving credit to Jade Harlow and and Eric Martzoff, I mean Christos, we trust each other completely in um, bearing our souls to each other. And I don't even know how we got there, but I know what happened last season with that breakup scene that we had. And ever since then, it's it's just um, it's just there. And that particular breakup, this breakup scene with, you know, finding out that he's marrying another woman, Gregory had us do it like 20 times. And, and and I can honestly say that every single time we did it, we were emotionally available for each other. So um, it, it, it's obvious that um, that scene <laughs> was just so much of it was, Christos's work and and his talent and his generosity of of emotional availability and vulnerability and he you know he shines so much in that scene and I, I I'm pretty sure that's the scene that they submitted for his Emmy nom because he was fantastic in that I believe they submitted my montage and my scene with Jade which is why I mentioned her first but that doesn't take away anything from what Christos Andrews and Eric Martzoff and every other person that I get to work with offers me in a scene. Um, Jeter, I think that people connect to authentic emotion. And that is something that happens when Jeter come on screen together. Somehow, there's a believability factor that people are connecting to and overshadow the age difference, overshadow all the reasons why they shouldn't be together, that he dated um, her daughter, which was very brief, but, you know, however it happened. Um, it overshadows everything because people connect with authentic emotion. It's a wonderful answer, and uh, looking forward to seeing where it goes. I think this last season may have very well been the best season of the Bay. And I've been watching from the very first episode, but I think this last season have you? Just- 
so powerful with everything, uh, with all the stories, with, uh, you know, not only with Janice's story, but with Sarah being in prison and, you know, we oh, ended up with right? the yeah. cliffhanger of her being beaten up in the prison. <laughs> so horrible, just, horrible. You know, yeah. It was and, absolutely and, the best season of the Bay yet. Absolutely. Yeah. Lots to look forward to with what's going to come. And uh, good luck for everyone casting crew of the Bay with the daytime Emmys. Um, Thank so I want to switch gears a little bit and ask you. I'm also a fan okay. of Soapbox. Soapbox. I knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. You knew I couldn't resist yes. asking about Soapbox a little bit. Uh, how did you and Martha Madison come to start creating your own interview show? What's, what inspired you guys to do this? Oh, this is so cool. Um, well, you know, at the time, Martha and I were working on the Bay together. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was that. And then Jim Romanovich at ATI, they were doing a show called, I think it was Planet Hollywood, if I'm correct. And there was a segment called Soap Dish. And they would have, um, you know, soap actors come and do commentary on certain subjects for like five minutes. And Martha and I did a couple of those. And the chemistry between her and I was just undeniable. And it's really it's really special because we are so much alike and yet we couldn't disagree more on nine out of 10 subjects. And, and it's never um, a deal breaker. It's two women that are very strong and opinionated and have a deep love and respect for each other. And we just have that intangible chemistry, that thing you can't buy, you can't create. It's just there. And that was evident in those segments that we did, the soap dish segments. Um, during that time, my sister told me about T-Radio V. I went and I met with them, and T-Radio V um, was interested in me doing a show. And I just didn't want to do it alone. And I thought, oh, my gosh, Martha and I should do this together, and we should take what we started on Soap Dish and bring it into an hour-long format and really just bring on our soap friends and hang for an hour so that people can not so you know most interviews ask about the characters but this is a format that's really about people getting to know not the character but the actor the human being that plays their favorite characters and that was how that happened Martha Martha didn't want to do it at first because she was pregnant and I just I had a I had a kind of bag and once she finally agreed she fell so in love with this medium. I mean, you could see her. She's a complete natural. She produces every segment. She just totally took over. And I was like, I told you this was for you. She's so great at it. You guys have a great talent for making your guests comfortable. And I think that's exactly what you guys achieve is uh, when you have an actor from a, from one of the shows come on, then we start to see the real person and, you know, they're relaxed and they talk about whatever their passions are and, and, so I think you guys, and you have a good chemistry together, too, so you really, you you work that very well. You know, just for me Thank personally you. as an interviewer, I always learn, I learn all the time from my guests. It's one of the cool things about doing these right. shows. Is, you know, you'll, so you'll have a guest, they'll say something inspirational, and they'll stay with you the rest of your life, or, you know, or a story that right. you remember and you just can't forget. What have you learned uh, from your guests by doing Soapbox? Ooh. That's a really good question and a very difficult one to answer because um, we've done three years of them and 
each and every single one is such a dynamic human being. Um, I don't know if I've learned so much from them as much as being happily surprised by each one of them. So many times um, they'll have um, something that they do, uh, a point of view or something in their history that I just don't see coming and I'm always happily surprised. And I think just the that it's fresh and fun and, and, and it's, it brings such fulfillment to my life, but I, I really don't know of something off the top of my head uh, that I've learned from them. Uh, more exciting news that broke uh, this last week is that uh, I know it's just now, just a brand new announcement, but you are in the cast yeah. of Ladies of the Lake, uh, the, yes, the novel written by Ken Corday. I actually had the pleasure of meeting him and getting an autographed copy when he was here at BookCon. So I read oh, the book. Awesome. I know, I know exactly, uh, you know, the story. And I think uh, Michael Russo is the perfect guy to take on uh, this, sh- this, the mini, you know, the the web series of this show. Uh, right. Yeah. Great big dramatic soapy mystery, <laughs> which yes. is what he's. His shows, uh, you know, Devanity and uh, Winterthorn are, are good at doing. Uh, so um, th- so that's exciting news. Uh, could you tell us maybe, you know, without revealing anything or getting anyone in trouble, a little bit about who you're going to be playing in uh, this series? I am married to a B-list actor who will stop at nothing for his next role. And I am very... Devoted wife and with a very um, dark past. When do you guys start <laughs> shooting? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. So this is timely. Yeah. Okay. Very yes. cool. Well, good luck with that with that project. I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Michael's going to bring this all to life because I already have a visual in my head of this book after having read it. So. Right. I bet. I know. Uh, but I love the cast members. So I wanted to ask you a little bit, too, about uh, your your product, Sent by Lily. Um, mm-hmm. How did you get into uh, creating your own, uh, you know, fragrance? It's a collection of Roll-Ons and coconut, mm-hmm. coconut oil wax-based candles. How did you get into yes. doing that? I've always been passionate about scent and ingredients in skincare. So this is something I've been passionate about for, I don't know, the past 20 years of my life. And um, I just kept finding that I would have to buy like five, ten different products to get all the ingredients that I wanted, and then uh, an eleventh to get the right scent that I wanted. So um, I was invited to do the General Hospital Fan Club um, from the past event, and I it was just a timing thing. I met the, a, a person that had this organic. Um, all-natural line, and I, I said I've always wanted to do my line, and one thing led to another. So I began with actual a, a, a body line, and then I kind of expanded into the candles and then into the roll-ons. The, I'm not, it just became overwhelming. It became too much. I started off really, really strong. My stuff was in the Academy Awards nominees, gift bags, Golden Globes, the primetime Emmys, and it went really, really well. But then I was overwhelmed because I also direct video content for major concert tours. 
I work on the Bay. Then I became a producer on the Bay. And um, then I had other acting projects that came up. So it was just too much. So I had to say goodbye to the initial baby and focus more on the candle collection and the roll-ons. And it's just my fascination for a good scent and good ingredients. And coconut oil is kind of a miracle um, ingredient. And when you have a candle that has a coconut oil wax base, it burns longer, um, it's safer, it's eco-friendly, and you can put it on your skin. So a candle really is three things. It's a candle. If you get the wax, when it's dry, you put it on your scent areas, and it could be your personal fragrance. And then when it's wet, you can actually massage, you know, your hands or whatever and, and use the coconut oil to hydrate the skin. So it's just a passion of mine, a personal um, love that I've always had. Well, you know, as you were saying, I can understand how you would just be overwhelmed because I, I was just looking at your website and seeing all the different projects, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, the short films and things like that that you were producing yes. and directing and all. Uh, what do you like about being a producer or a director as opposed to being an actress? Control. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you definitely have that. <laughs> yeah. As an actor, you know, you're always at the mercy of the director or the producer's choices a lot of times. Not always, you know, there's there's um, directors that give you more creative freedom, but then, you know, the director and the producers decide in the editing room at the end of the day what goes and what doesn't. So I think um, that is what originally attracted me to go behind the camera, uh, that and a stroke of good luck, you know. Um, there was someone who believed in me, who saw a talent in me before I even saw it in myself, uh, with the directing and offered me to direct the opening sequence of the opening video for the Spice Girls reunion tour. And that was really my territorial debut. I'd be talk about flying under pressure. Um, and I did, and it was a beautiful piece and we got amazing reviews from the LA times. And then, you know, I, went and did like five for the Britney Spears from Patel um, concert tour and the rest is history. So that's, you know, my other gig. And I love, love, love the um, aspect of directing. It just, it feeds all these other pockets of creativity that I have within myself. I love working with the editors. I love looking through every single shot and making sure that we're using the best of the best. I'm a freak that way I don't know how to work any other way like directors that don't look at um, their their footage and just you know let the editors make choices and then give notes I can't do that I have to sit and watch through every single frame that was shot and pull my selects and make sure that what the editor has to work with is the creme of the creme only the best well, my last question, and I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you're going to say. Uh, what advice would you give for someone who wants to be, you know, a performer, whether it be an actress or um, an interviewer or a, a dancer in music videos? What advice would you give for someone who wants to be in show business? Uh, you have to be present. In the moment is what I mean by present. Just showing it physically. Really be in the moment and have fun. 
don't forget why you chose to do this and be authentic in your creative expression. Be you. Because sometimes that might not be what they're looking for, but the people that are authentically 100% themselves and still find joy in doing what they do are always the ones that shine. Please like my Facebook page at Outtakes on Blog Talk Radio and follow me on Twitter at Laurie's Outtakes. Until next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus